2: so somebody has returned in the world of football we will get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now it is two pros and a cup of joe Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning we appreciate you doing so and we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time 6 a.m. Pacific here on FSR Uh, already an hour in the books here on Fox Sports Radio and um, look at this Jim Harbaugh how about that? He is back, folks. He is back at, in Ann Arbor with Michigan. Uh, all the flirtatiousness with the Minnesota Vikings that blew up in his face. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is back. The numbers are out on the contract. Uh, he gets a new reworked five-year deal with Michigan. Uh, it's going to pay him a little over $7 million a year. Uh, he was making about $8 million, and then he took the haircut last year to go down to four. So he's back up to the $7 million range on a five-year deal. So Jim Harbaugh back in Michigan, not where he was at contract or salary-wise before the pandemic, but it is an increase based on uh, his best season as head coach, uh, the win over Ohio State, the college football playoff berth. Uh, So to me, this just means that Jim Harbaugh is going to be at Michigan forever. We're all good here, Brady. Everything is is set in stone. Harbaugh's back, and Michigan is golden. We're good.
1: Maybe I misread uh, some of the details from the contract. I I was under the assumption that the way that they described the the deal – excuse me the deal is that it it basically got him back to where he was pre-covid and and before last season where they they basically said "We, we gotta have you take a haircut this hasn't worked out the way we thought so my understanding of the contract is it gets him kind of right back to where he was where when he was one of the top paid coaches in college football before he took the haircut, because of quote unquote COVID, but really the lack of much success against Ohio State, or at least in the postseason. Even though, again, you know, getting to the playoff I think was the first step. Now it's how do you, you know, how do you take off from there? You know, it just this is, you know, maybe the Minnesota interview was just this trying to provide and force leverage. It seems like nowadays, if you're up in the air about something that's like the most powerful position you can be in as a coach or as a player. We've talked this entire week about whether it's Sean McVay or Aaron Donald or anyone else who's – whether it's going to retire or move into a broadcast booth uh, or people like Aaron Rodgers looking elsewhere and using that as leverage to get what he wants in Green Bay. It's just that's how people exercise leverage, and this is an instance where, yeah, maybe Jim Harbaugh was genuinely interested in the Vikings – but it seems like it was more of a, no, I have to go there and interview in order to force you to give me back to what I had before when you made me take a haircut because you didn't see the long-term vision of what we were building at Michigan.
0: It certainly is going to raise the stakes for this season. It's, it's and maybe, see, well, I'll say this season, it'll be the most important season for Jim Harbaugh and for Michigan football for the simple fact that it did play out the way that it did. And it played out publicly and, and it played out in a way where people knew, or at least it's easy to assume as to why Harbaugh did what he did. And so now that, that could create tension, put it to you this way. The one thing about fans, they're on your side. The one thing about employers, they're on your side until the results are impacted right so if if Michigan doesn't have a season that matches or exceeds the bar that they created this year Jim Harbaugh will continue to feel the pressure and the strain of not having a season to that that level of of achievement and and one would say there's probably added pressure and stress as to how those seasons go or those moments where you lose a big game or you lose a game maybe that you shouldn't have lost. And, and he, doesn't have, he doesn't have that grace, if you ask me. Like in these type of scenarios, when you play your hand this way, you're not going to receive the grace that you would had you been, you know, I guess handling it in, in a different manner. You know, there's there's ways. He's, he's to go on about. a short
1: leash. Would yeah, you put it that way?
0: Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, I, I would. Especially being at Michigan, I mean, he was already feeling the pressure of having not beat Ohio State since getting there, and so now to create the standard by by like I, I'll say this: the biggest, probably the biggest. I don't, I don't want to say it was a missed move. I mean, I think he did what he needed to do and felt was best for what he needed to do. But I think the biggest misstep is to kind of handle it the way you did after such a feel-good story of a year, of a season. I did not see Michigan – being this good this year i i I thought that they were going to be pretty good i knew that they had a a really good uh defensive in tandem i I thought that they were going to be okay but i wasn't sure how they were going to be at quarterback the different positions i just didn't think that they would be the team that would emerge from the big 10 i thought it would either be ohio state or yeah Maybe, maybe, you know, naively enough, I thought it would be the Penn State or, or Ohio State that emerged. And there was a possibility that that Iowa would be the team that did it, but not Michigan. So now you come off of that, all that positivity and you take that positivity and you took it away. You took the season's posit- positivity away by acting as though or leaning towards or seemingly hitting back to the NFL. So he's going to have to he's going to have to navigate that.
2: The whole thing, his handling of it, I, I think he butchered it completely. And and I can't help but think if I'm people at Michigan, whether it's fans, whether it's administration, look, they're happy to have him back because he's been the best coach they've had in a long, long time since Lloyd Carr. To be honest with you, but I can't help but think that that administration and the fans in Ann Arbor are kind of giving him the side eye. Like, really? Like, uh, like, like, like that. Like that's how we were playing this. Like that's like how you ask.
0: You ask, were... shorty girl, to the prom. Yeah, she told you no. So now you're gonna come back and say, okay, it was always you.
2: Like, I, I just, I, I think this puts even more pressure on him. And we've talked about this before. If you don't think Ohio State's gonna be up for that game against Michigan next year, based on the celebrations and and all the stuff they heard about, I mean, it, it w- like if I were to if I were to ask you, Brady, right now, what do you think the betting line is, Ohio State? Hosting Michigan next year easily double digits and I don't even know who's on the roster for either team easily double digits I'll say Ohio State's favored based you know, on what I, happened I, last year
1: well I don't know about like double digits I think a touchdown's probably fair I, I don't even know how much it has to do with what happened last year I think it's really what has what happens to do with what they lost their, their three best defensive players in Aiden Hutchinson David Ajabo and Daxton Hill they gone they might all be first round picks too and they lost a the linebacker they i mean there's a number of players that are losing from that defense which largely led them there's some other players too who who have you know are going to be moving on but that that's part of it and i know they've recruited well to a degree it's just they've got an uphill battle because they've got a ticked off ohio state team that is going to be hosting michigan yeah and that's more of i think the the you know Issue behind it. I, I bet you can look it up. There's probably futures bet, bet on I've that tried. game. I've tried.
2: I've tried. I want to. I, I want to reach out to somebody because I've tried to look it up, and uh, I, I don't think they have it that far ahead. It's usually later in the off season they'll they'll oh, put Ohio that stuff State together.
0: Is going to whoop oh. all. Oh, yes. Ass all over the place.
2: <laughs> and
0: I'm and, just going to tell y'all right now. I, and, I mean, that's, do you? That's what it's going to be?
2: Do you guys think? And I know obviously they they they'll, they would rework a deal. They wouldn't let it go down to the last year, and then all of a sudden decide. But do you? you? you think jim harbaugh sees the end of this five-year deal because i don't i I think this put pressure on and if and you know the way the buyouts work on the contract they were saying it's It's not much yeah it was similar i think ryan day's got a similar buyout structure what is it three million to get out of the deal if he wants to go somewhere else or if they want Uh, to move on i I thought
1: harbaugh's i saw was really low like seven hundred fifty thousand.
2: Mm. Yeah, it might scale from. Uh, I think one year was th- uh, three million. Then so it, it maybe it's on a, it, it working on a scale. Yeah, it's a sliding scale. It,
1: it usually works that way. It doesn't stay at the same number the entire time. It, it's a sliding scale as the you get closer to the end of the term of that contract. It's going to become less and less and less. That's why you'll see guys like hang on for another year because the bio was too big. Whereas they going into their final year, maybe it's not as big. It's
2: just so odd because everybody was thinking, "Man, is he ever going to beat Ohio State? Ever going to beat Ohio State? Is he ever going to take Michigan to the next level?" He finally does, and, and then the the it results. Minute he does it. The moment he the does the it, the most awkward off season that he's had as Michigan head coach. Like it just the whole thing's weird, man. It's like
0: you don't know how to handle success, bro. Like. <laughs> You couldn't just live in the success of the season and be the guy. Like, let me mess this up. Like, let me show y'all what happens when you win the Big Ten and you beat Ohio State and you're a Michigan man. Like, yeah. I mean, he, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, again, he's got to do what works best for him. But if, if I'm, if I'm everybody, I mean, if I'm the front offices of Michigan, I've already started looking for his replacement, not because I don't like him in the initial. It's because he forced us to have to look for a replacement. They were in the midst of trying to figure out what they would do. You left a team and a school basically in flux for the amount of time that you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do. They're not going to forget that. And they already probably have their now list of who their candidates would be to take over for Jim if he left. And that's got to be working against him because now you're looking at those, those candidates like, huh, maybe maybe we'd be better off with this guy, even if you have a pretty good season. Now you're entertaining it. And you, it, when you could have bought yourself at least two to three more years off of beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten this year and going into the BCS challenge or uh, playoffs, you bought yourself at least two more years.
1: Yeah. You get another so, so, good year
0: after that. You you know, who knows? You bought yourself the, the, to the end of the contract or a renewal.
1: Yeah, let me give you some of the details and again just to reiterate what it, what it did was it restored the annual compensation he was set to make before he took that pay cut in January of last year. So, for example, he was due to make 4 million, a little over, I think 4 million this year in 2022. He'll, his, his average <clears throat> per year now is at $8.3 million per year. He'll make a little over $8 million this year, so it, it almost kind of doubles from what he was supposed to make. Um, and he's going to receive, over the next five years, about $42 million bucks. So that's what it is, and then it, it starts out at a $3 million buyout, where it, and all this is is a, a reaction to him exploring NFL opportunities. We know he said publicly he's not going to, but if and when he would want to what happens is the amount would be you know he'd be required to reimburse them 3 million in order to do so if he left and then that number each year decreases by 750,000 over the life of the deal so that's how it works out i mean
2: this whole thing's just weird, man. Uh, but, hey, look, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, he wanted to see what else is out there, and then he came back and said, you don't have to worry about me uh, sniffing around an NFL job again. I just, I don't know, I, f- I find it hard to believe, but... Uh you know, we'll see. Just think, all all that you guys went through on the set of Big Noon Kickoff, uh, you know, freezing your balls off, Brady, uh, in Ann Arbor, only to have this guy turn around and almost take the Vikings' job the, the very next off season. I feel bad for you guys. Like that was the first thing that came to mind. I feel bad for the for the crew at uh, Big Noon Kickoff. First thing that came to mind.
1: And yeah, you, I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't feel bad, and I don't want anyone to feel bad for us. So I'm not sure why you feel
2: bad. You for had us. to wear long johns on on national television. I don't mind wearing long johns. You know, I grew up wearing long johns mm-hmm. it kind
1: of I, I always say this man whenever i go back to cold weather and especially around football it takes me back to my childhood like i get excited you know i i loved it that atmosphere was one of the coolest most scenic things ever and and the crazy thing and this is what i wonder will, how will be this year like i remember being in ann arbor a couple years before this past you know rivalry or this past matchup and it felt different It was like when Ohio State came on the field, everyone in Michigan was like, oh crap, (laughs) we got to play those guys. It just had a completely different feel to it. And then fast forward to this past game, Ohio State came out, and everyone in Michigan was like, so what? Who cares? Like, I don't know if they were just so ticked off about how everything has been and it would just build up to this point. If it was the confidence they had in the group that they had. Maybe it was the lack of confidence or fear in what they saw from Ohio State that entire season. Whatever the case was, and especially once the snow started to build, they sat there, that fan base, their sidelines, because we were on Michigan's sidelines where our set was. Those dudes could have cared less. (laughs) They just looked across like, what, that's all you got? That's that's, that's all it is? Okay, cool. Like, this is all playing in our hands. I wonder if they're going to have that same demeanor this season because all those key pieces are moving on, and I think it's hard to be able to replicate – what they did this past
2: year—that uh, was phenomenal television. Uh, that was one of the better watches all season long was that Michigan Ohio State game, and uh, you guys did a fantastic job. So, uh, so cr- credit to you, man. Long Johns or not. Uh, all right, two bros and a cup of Joe oh, here, my. Fox Sports two Radio. Two bros and a cup of Joe. Uh, is that what I said? Wow. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Two I mean, bros? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't mean to, <laughs> Levar. I didn't, I didn't mean to leave Brady out like that. Sorry yeah. about that, Brady. I'll two, I'll uh, a uh, oh, what? No, i the cup of Joe this yeah, time. Yeah. Sorry, man. Like, oh, you're the bro. You. Oh, okay. uh, two pros <laughs> and a cup changed. of Joe. Uh, the uh, the B is silent there. Uh, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, so coming up next, uh, somebody in the NFL is uh, taking accountability for a situation that did not end well for their team. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are going to have a, uh, another edition of Over Unders uh, later on this hour, about 20 minutes from now. Uh, we got an interesting weekend in sports. we got Daytona. we got All-Star Weekend in the NBA. I mean, man. What are we thinking, like uh, two, three weeks before we all miss football? Is that, uh, is that where we're at now? Uh, is that, should that beat it. over under? Yeah. I already missed it. It's yeah. But bummer. Uh, I, I
1: started you know. doing, though, started breaking down some tape. You know, the All-22 is what you do. Justin. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I started looking at some prospects, kind of started that process, of checking some guys out. Oh, Especially yeah. some guys you don't get to see throughout the course of the year.
2: Yeah, you so. gotta keep your streak going. It was last March you watched the Alabama spring game and said, um, uh, why am I blanking on his Bryce, name? Yeah. He's a, Bryce Young was Bryce, yeah. gonna I be mean, the I, Heisman I, trophy winner yeah, and, and it well. was ten to one at that time and people got paid on that pick. So I mean you gotta like make this back to back years. Well the problem
1: is is he's he's the best player in college football, so he should win it a second year.
0: It'll well, be a plus odds,
1: but um, I, I still would take Bryce Young over him. Yeah, CJ Stroud's very good. He could be the second up. If I was to pick a, a, a guy to win it on that team, where the odds might be a little bit more in their favor, is Travion Henderson, the running back.
2: See, I, I've got one I want to throw at you guys, but I oh, want yeah, to, I want to go. see if you can guess it. I'm just going to make a noise. I, I want to see if you guys Caleb can guess Williams. who I'm talking about. No, no, no. Let me let me make the noise. All right, this, come on. Come
0: on. You're, you're Caleb Williams.
2: <laughs> South Carolina. What? Come on, Spencer Rattler. Come on, you don't think Spencer? Is that rattler? supposed to be a rattlesnake? Yeah, that's a rattlesnake. That was supposed to be a rattler. Oh uh, my! You guys are too Gosh. domesticated. You don't get it. You behind the gates, you guys don't. That the was deal supposed. With to. You've
1: never heard a rattlesnake before in your life, have you? What did you think that was? A like rattler that is that? Literally sounded like. Um, you ever been to Top Golf? That basically no, sounds it. like what the ball sounds like coming off the club of the face as it like goes off well, into, into maybe, nothing.
2: Maybe the way you swing it. That's a rattlesnake, yeah, well, that's homeboy. You, you don't know, that man. Is not, that is not but, a not, certainly yeah, not a rattlesnake. Behind the gate of communities, you guys don't have to deal with that stuff, that sort of wildlife. Hey, Lee, am I crazy? Was that not a rattle? Let's go live. Do to we our, have a that? rattlesnake noise? Uh, let's go live. To what, Was that a rattlesnake sound insider, Lee, to laugh uh, uh, latest, uh,
3: Lee? I was thinking Friday the 13th or uh, something Kiss later. my ass, but, Lee. Oh, that's a good one, Lee. I could see that. Wow, I, I thought didn't even it think was the beginning
0: song to Terry, it's a fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dun, dun, see dun, see dun, that dun, sound? Dun. Hear that sound that just played? Like, that's when you know, right at the very end here, yeah. right there, that, is, that is a rattlesnake. You sound nothing like a rattle. You sound nothing yeah. like that. Well, because
2: yeah. my rattlesnake uh, smoked weed. He's not as uh, agitated. All right, so I don't know what to tell you. Like, it almost sounded
1: like the ending of like an 80s movie, too. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Don't do that. Yeah, Chariots of Fire, like, man. Yeah. Was like Emilio Estevez in it? Lou
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Blue> Diamond Phillips. <laughs> I was uh, like, uh, Emilio. Amelia- uh, Yeah, you guys don't get it, man. Yeah, you guys just don't get it. Desperado. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, I I should point out, uh, speaking of over-unders, we're going to get to this coach uh, who's uh, looking towards the future uh, in the NFL. Uh, Speaking of uh, over-unders and gambling, I should point out, a lot of people were uh, giving me a hard time about Live Bet Jesus losing his curling pick yesterday on the show. Uh, Listen, technicalities are everything in contracts and sometimes in life. And because I mispronounce Great Britain on the air and say, Said bitten um <laughs> that means that the bet was a was a wash and it doesn't count as a loss against live bet jesus so
0: wait wasn't it live bet jesus that was uh, sad
2: was talking well, but but i communicated it incorrectly so therefore he shouldn't be held accountable for for my uh poor but enunciation
0: if live bet jesus took over your body to make the bet <laughs> how does live bet jesus make a mistake in terms of you saying bitten as you know versus
2: sam Britton. Well, because he didn't uh, you you saw the piece of paper fall down onto the desk i read it incorrectly and so i, I don't think he sh- again should be held accountable for my mistake so it doesn't count as a loss i know some people like to see him lose uh you know brady but i know i know some people are into that you know but what man a loss. you
1: build up some goodwill in, in the way you handled everything from the super bowl bet you're starting to give some of that back away, man. What do you mean? You're just, you're ruining your reputation. All okay. right. I, I, oh, you, you did say great bidden, but that was on you. <laughs> you lost the bet. You lost a lot of the other people out there who were, you know, foolish enough to actually bet alongside you. I have said this for the extent of live bet's existence fade him. Whatever betting advice he gives you, and Lee Lee can co-sign on this. So unnecessary. Whatever betting advice he gives you, if you fade him – the history of his bets, you will win 65 to 70% of the time. That is, that is a bunch you. of crap. He I promise
2: Easily, you. he has won 80 to 85% of his bets he's ever no, made on the air.
1: That is the biggest easily. lie I ever told Lee, on, is on, that on, a lie? That,
3: that is an absolute lie. Right, Lee, yeah. Lee
2: you're, you are, are Lee, rude. Be honest. Was my
1: exaggeration of 65 70% of how many times he gets it wrong, is that off?
3: That's probably pretty accurate, but what you got to know about Livebet Jesus you, is that Lee. he often skews the numbers in his favor. So, oh,
2: right. Lee, I, I've shown you proof when, when I no. and, and it's again, it's you not me. Hit, no, no.
1: Right. Here's his trick: Livebet Jesus doesn't hit the refresh button, so right. he'll wait till a game gets like another minute or two down the stretch. It, he'll send you the screen grab, <laughs> but it's like three minutes ago, is, and the odds uh, have changed since then. Is that
2: allowed? You're not allowed? You know, to do that? I mean, no. like, I don't listen. That's not how it works you. in the books, man. All right. Uh, Uh, Look, and by the way, I don't know why I said Great Bitten. Because
0: that was the adult. Uh,
2: entertainment well, that I was gonna, you were watching It was either, before. It was either That's that all. or I was thinking about Marv Albert. I wasn't sure which oh, one. Oh, yeah. I want to look that story yeah, up for anybody out right. there. Okay. It's fun for everybody involved. Great bitten. All right. the, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer broadcasting. All right. It is uh, two pros okay. and a cup of Joe I'm here on Fox darker. Sports Radio. Um, uh, coming up next, uh, there's a coach. conversation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> There certainly <laughs> was. How about LeVar trying to... We'll tease that. All right. So apparently LeVar is a fight promoter, and we've got a head coach that was looking towards the future. We'll get into that next year on FSR. <laughs> for all the latest though, uh, it is the great Eddie Garcia. That is funny.
1: I gotta tell you what, that great bitten was not <laughs> close to being the worst slip of the tongue oh, on Fox yeah. Sports Radio. And too bad Roberto is not here oh, yeah. well, to relive, relive that ed, ed, for you guys. Eddie, but, uh, what was he
2: trying to say? He was trying to say black pepper and it came oh, out... No. Yeah, it came out yeah. black something else. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That was, uh, that was his co- in his cooking segment. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently, pepper has a C and a K in it. Oh, according to Roberto. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. It happens.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I so, can see how C and a K could replace P <laughs> <That's
1: a good laughs> So point. you get the silver medal this week, uh, Jonas. Right, Roberto has,
2: has the gold. That's so. Interesting. So, unless I do something here to <laughs> top both of you. Hopefully, I, that won't be the case. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Fifteen minutes from now, we are going to have some over unders. Um, <laughs> somebody's just not good at this game uh we will get into the details of that uh here on fox sports radio all right so uh brady dealer's choice here <laughs> yeah. um do you want to hear about a coach peeking into the future or do you want to hear about lavar Arrington fight promoter which do you want to? lavar Arrington fight right. promoter a hundred percent so here's yeah. the uh oh here's gosh. here's the story um Doug Gottlieb, uh, Fox Sports Radio's on Doug Gottlieb and Emmanuel Acho of uh, Fox Sports One. Uh, they had a little bit of a back and forth yesterday. Uh, Emmanuel Acho's brother uh, gave out a take uh, on television in which he Who, said, Sam? Uh, "Yeah, we're Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not a, a top five quarterback according to him." Interesting. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. I, I mean, I, where, where is he then if he's not top five? Well, you know, I mean, probably <laughs> uh, out of the league Negative at that Zero. There? Is uh, there like some, some <laughs> emotional <laughs> hatred towards him for whatever reason? I, mean, I feel like not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know anyone who, who holds that opinion. Of him, but
2: yeah, Jeez. I uh, not quite sure. But, um, you know, Doug made a comment on Twitter. Uh, Emmanuel Lacho stuck up for his brother. They went what, back. What was forth. the
0: comment? What was the comment? Put it
2: in uh, context. Um, you know, he said some things along the lines of, um, you know, you're a backup. Uh, you know, tell uh, you know, somebody to call out six so you can get some TV time. Well, that's Uh, that
0: was the that was the end result, right? That was that was a Doug Gottlieb basically said that that Sam's take was trash.
2: Yeah, he shouldn't uh, he shouldn't be talking uh, you know, at all about uh, if somebody thinks that Pat Mahomes is not a top five quarterback, uh, they shouldn't be on television, let alone radio. Talking to a friend, talking to yeah, but that's you you know that's you know Doug being Doug, and he, he stirs the pot and he's funny, and so he, he busted balls and uh, Emmanuel Acho was not playing around, was very, very uh, of, offended by the comment, and called him out, and so you're probably thinking like, alright, well the last thing anybody wants at Fox is for somebody to try and stir the pot even more and in steps College Football Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, uh, yeah. who tags Sean <laughs> Merriman and says, uh, I have no dog in this fight but I thought this pick was hilarious and it's <laughs> Was it it's a um, up? it's Emmanuel Eman- Acho sitting next to um on the set. Yeah, on the set uh, of uncomfortable conversations with a black man featuring Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> and he's- <laughs> oh man! and uh so uh oh, off and running and uh you know doug did see the uh, because you know unfortunately uh lavar you tagged uh, doug gottlieb and not gottlieb show so oh. doug didn't actually get the uh, tweet oh. but uh Vito, oh. veto our our imaging director here at fox sports radio he did uh, send it out doug got a hold of it and he thought it was funny but uh yeah so there it is so some friendly fire here yeah it <laughs>
3: happens (laughs) It
1: happens. I mean, blood's thicker than water, right? Although (laughs) I I would say this, like, you are supporting the the enemy if you're at Fox Sports. Isn't ESPN the the enemy? I mean, I I guess.
2: I mean, you know, just. uh...
0: (laughs) I thought the wildest thing about the whole exchange was they were making. Well, Acho was making insults about Doug Gottlieb's pro career. (laughs) Oh, no. And, and I just thought to myself, oh, no. why would he do that? Like, <laughs> what are you, you knew everyone was coming for him when he did that.
2: What are you saying? Huh?
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Somebody, There was somebody who posted the hit, uh, Acho's career stats from, from the NFL. It, it, it was like a total of like thirty-two tackles. It is it is fine career. Uh, I, I just you know I just find it funny when when people let themselves get caught up. Like that was a caught up moment, because <laughs> yeah. there's no reason to even address Gottlieb. Like like you said, Jonas Gottlieb is Doug is going to be Doug, and he's a and ball that's buster. Just, yeah, that's who just that's his that's his bit that's his deal. Like what? we all have our deal. I Let chose, me ask this. Let ahead. me ask
1: this. If someone had told you or said to you, and their opinion was Patrick Mahomes is not a top five quarterback in the NFL, are you First not of, giving not the, the side that. eye? Yeah, you're not taking that 100%. seriously. Well, I, so, that's i saying. I don't care who says it, whether it's your profession or not. You're like, that's just a bad take. It's so like anything so
0: that comes after that. It's just
1: kind of like. Who right, cares? Whatever. But, yeah, but I like, guess my cares? point is this, is, like, I, I think if you're going to be on one side or the other here, like, you'd be on the side of Doug Gottlieb. Like, all of a sudden, the argument shifted to talk about, like, Doug's career or Doug's whatever. And you're in, in reality, like, you go back to it and, like, well, hold a second. Does Emmanuel Ocho also think Patrick Mahomes isn't a top five quarterback? Like, like, who honestly thinks he's not a top five quarterback in the NFL besides Sam Ocho? It, like, like, like—that's how this whole why, thing got started,
0: and, and I don't I'm know like, why I internalized it that way. Like, why well, internalize it yeah. to the point of where you take take aim at him and, and go, you know? Right. It's just like an Twitter opinion. Beef. It's like yeah. if, if
1: – if, I mean, and by the way, the more ridiculous opinion is probably his brothers. Like that's one where like I, I would probably hold my brother in check. I don't have a brother. I mean, Lavar, you're, you're my brother. Oh, what's that supposed Well, Jonas is my other brother too. Oh, you know? thanks, man. Yeah. We're, we're kind of yeah, like that movie. Brothers. Is it Four Brothers or yeah. Five Brothers? Hey. Yeah. You remember brothers. that movie? Who knows? Yeah. Four Brothers. Four Brothers. Yeah. I thought there was five. With, with
0: Andre and Mark Yeah, Wahlberg Andre and Tyrese. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Tyrese. Oh, listen, the point here is, it was it was an outrageous take. Who cares? It was going to get some burn. <laughs> he used it. And, he said it. And yeah. enjoy it, right? Who cares? Yeah. Enjoy it because no one that that really is paying attention would sit there and say Patrick Mahomes is not a top five quarterback. It, it He can have his opinion, and that's, that's what media is about. And a lot of what media is about is media taking what other media says and having a, an opinion on it. I just thought it was telling, you know, in terms of, how upset Acho yeah, got over it? Like
2: who, like, yeah, why, dude, who cares? Like,
0: like I'll fight for my brother and this, that, and the other. Like man, listen here. If my, if we're both in media, if me and Mike, you know, I call him Pooh, we call him Pooh. If if me Pooh and he were in 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 the the media industry, and somebody took a shot at what one of them had to say, um, first off, I, I wonder how you know my brother's going to handle it you know if I'm if I'm wondering anything at all right how's he going to handle it you know what does he have to say about it and then second uh, second of all I'm just I'm just putting that in my I'm just putting that in my, my 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 mental right like I'm remembering that Doug Gottlieb took a shot at my brother so now every once in a while you'll hear me take a shot at Doug Gottlieb but I'll take a shot in a way where it's within the parameters of what we have, which is the platform to be able to speak. People talk crazy about you every day. If you read Twitter, you'll see somebody yeah, talking great. crazy about you, right? I'll 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 address it. I'll have fun with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, and I do it a lot. If, so, when I so have time, I'll
1: I'll do it. Here's an example. Last night, like, and I made a comment because I'm part of of a podcast, too, for CBS. Uh, I work for the Digital Network. Wow. And so someone – yeah, who cares? Someone had posted the pictures of the uniforms for the USFL, and then they snuck in the Washington Commanders as as one of them. (laughs) That's hilarious. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. And so I kind of said, like, man, that's cold. I just commented on the post. I'll comment from time to time because it's really a a buddy of mine, Will Brinson, who does the podcast. Great dude. I go on usually once a week with him. And so, (laughs) you know, I I, I know what's kind of behind it. And and Will likes to stir the pot too. And so I just commented. Well, then some guy comments like, well, oh, your career stats were cold. And I was like – and I just comment back. I go, well, where are your career stats? It's right. like, the funny thing is, like, about social media is people want to get into that ring. Well, then then I happen to maybe go through his bio and then make fun of him for that.
2: Oh, no. But, but,
1: but, but the reality is this. People want to step into that ring, and you got to forget, besides the standpoint, like, we did this for a profession for years. Regardless of what our accomplishments were here or there, like, we got paid to play a sport. It's pretty unique. But what you also have to understand is, You're around a bunch of alphas in a locker room that's a lot of times hard to navigate if you're not quick-witted or you can't talk a little trash. So you don't want to step into that arena either with a professional athlete of any sport because you're talking about dudes who had to deal with that every Every single day, day, face-to-face, giving it back and forth. So if you want to step to that in social media – Go ahead, but you're not going to like the results. And and by the way, it's not like people clap back. Professional athletes go for a knockout if you're going to try to challenge (laughs) someone on social media.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it is just uh, very very fun uh, to see uh, that whole thing play out. But uh, again, like D- Doug uh, Doug's awesome. He's always they're been they're both good successful.
0: Me. Yeah, so it's all yeah, it's no. all good natured. Is you know, yeah. What was your? They both had had. Yeah, I didn't even know Doug played pro. You the, know what I mean? Well, he played. And,
2: uh, he was a g- really good college player. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like people people scoff Which at. Which means I, that he would be ahead of Archer. I, I th- yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you know, we'll ha- we'll get into the uh, Zach Taylor conversation <laughs> next hour. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm, sorry. Right. I'm sorry, I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I have unders- a college hall of famer though, so I hope he
0: don't come for me because I, I, you know, I will clap uh, back.
2: Over unders next year on FSR. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
0: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, possibly good news for one team in the NFL. Uh, Their best player could be returning. We'll have that for you here on FSR. Right now, though, it is time for something we do every single week on the show, and it's called this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing I know you're a lion, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over-under. All right. For that, we turn it over to the great Lee DeLapp to find out how we did last week, and then if we can skip past that pretty quick and then get into this week. What's up, Lee?
3: Well, last week we did the uh, <laughs> prop bet party monster, who uh, we all know that LeVar came out on top of that. But to wrap up the playoffs, it all came down to actually the Pro Bowl weekend where both Brady and LeVar predicted an over of 61 oh. and a half. And went back to the Pro Bowl. Well, yeah. Well, we do have to wrap up the playoffs. This is the playoff score. And Brady, you you wrapped it up by predict by a great prediction that Joey Logano would win the Light Clash at the Coliseum. And so, Brady, you actually won the playoffs, twelve to Levar's nine to Jonas's eight.
1: I mean, I I, I had I, I just great okay. Job. Well, I, I'd like to thank God. I'd like yes. to thank uh, my parents. Nice. I'd like yes. to thank. Uh, both Lavar and Jonas yes. for helping me get to this point. Um, Roberto, who couldn't be here today, but obviously Roberto and, and as always Lee and Eddie uh, for for your support throughout the uh, throughout the playoffs. Uh, this is okay. by far and away the most meaningless yeah. thing that I've ever been a part of in my oh, life.
2: Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I'd be appreciative, Lee, but again, you know what do I know? I'd be appreciative.
3: I'm just confused. Like so, we're going back to the Pro Bowl. Well, we yeah, we kind of had to go back to the Pro did Bowl because we last it? week, well, because last week we did the prop bet party monster all week long. It was a it was every day. Okay, so, so how'd that we go? To well, we we going. did recap that on Monday, where Lavar had won seven to your six to Jonas's five. So again, Jonas wow. finishes dead last.
2: Well, I'll tell you what <laughs> I know. It's the dumbest. F- I ever
1: heard of. <laughs> by the way i love how like jonas has a fictitious character named live bed jesus and he's the worst at this i don't think
2: that's necessary oh, i mean wow. I, I, oh, I don't wow. think that, that criticism is necessary that's, that's very i mean jesus dumb. i you know innocent bystander here i keep uh, wearing jesus it every is single week yeah Thank it is god a man
3: yeah all right.
2: I love you, man. Uh, you know thanks, that. man.
3: All right, you guys. First <laughs> over that under bastard. of the non-football <laughs> season of, of first uh, over under after that. football, we've got some NBA All-Star weekend. So first one here, number of perfect dunks we get in the dunk contest, two and a half.
2: Oh, over! It's a ball washing era. Uh, people want to, uh, you know, yeah. celebrate everybody. It's going. Everything's going to be a perfect dunk at the All-Star weekend. I'm, I'm gonna go with the under. It's oh. messed up, man. Who's,
1: who, who's, who's even in, in it? it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will be with it? the over. I, I guess not knowing anything about it. I, even even who's judging only because uh Lavar's right or uh, Jonas is right. I do think I do think that
3: Everyone <laughs> wants to just pat each other on the back. So, yeah, yeah.
2: It's just disgusting. Yeah.
3: You guys, over under on the point score between Team Durant and Team LeBron, 319 and a half. LeBron, over. guys.
2: <sighs>
3: Wait,
1: where's the at? That under? It's in Cleveland, yeah, it's right? it's in
2: Cleveland. Yep. Yeah, over. Cleveland! I will take the, uh, oh, Jesus, um... I'll take the over. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest it's not thing I've ever heard of. Yes. I'm taking the under.
3: You guys, we got Daytona 500 this week. Number of cautions we get in the race, seven and a half. Ooh. Ooh. There were how many? Um, seven how- last year. Yeah. I'm going to say the under. I'll, I'm going to stay under. I
2: will take the over. They're so frustrated with how slow the race was at the Coliseum. That we're going to get a lot of cautions.
3: Yeah. That's a
0: good call. Yeah. That's a good call. No, nah, I'm gonna lead. stay with the under though.
3: Lastly, odd or even for Daytona, you guys? Odd. Uh even because Jonas is odd. Okay, yeah. that's I'm a, going again with odd.
1: Odd Lee.
0: And,
2: and Lavar's Stick odd.
1: City is a place.
0: The, <laughs> yeah. City. By the way, Denny
2: yeah. Hamlin last year he was number eleven, Lavar. Denny uh, Hamlin, got a last Yankee? year, Who? yeah, Denny Hamlin. I think that's. His <laughs> oh, name. Denny Hamlin. Yeah. No, Denny Bitten. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest <laughs>
3: ever heard. Ever heard of them.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio
0: app, search FSR to listen live.